Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is SENZ Breakfast with Ricardo and joining us out of Sydney is Ollie Sale, the goalkeeper for the Wellington Phoenix. G'day, Ollie. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, mate. Very good. That's the story. You're staying dry? I'm trying to, mate. Uh, you know, got my snorkel ready to go, but uh, nah, yeah, we're all good. It's good to hear. I mean, I imagine that that weather has not only affected games, it's been about, what, two weeks since you guys have played. Must have affected training as well. Have you been having to train differently or in different places? Yeah, um, today was the first day that it uh, really impacted our training pitch. It, it, it was very heavy underfoot this morning, so we shifted it to the one of the artificial pitches, which is um at our facility so it wasn't a big deal it, it changes it up slightly for the boys you know um at this level you don't often spend a lot of time on artificial so it does take a bit of a different different toll on the body um but we've been relatively fortunate so far that it's just been the game pitch that's been affected and we've been fine for training oh that's good mate that's good not too much diving around at training on the artificials Oh, duh. look I, I tried to convince my goal, goalkeeper coach that um you know i slipped on past them and maybe tone it back a bit, but uh, no, we, today was our work day and our, and our conditioning day. So I uh, just, just wrapped up the limbs and, and went for it. <laughs> nice, mate. Nice. Now well, I often talk to players about, oh, you know, I think I've talked to you about it actually, when you guys had five games in 14 days and uh, the answer I tend to get back is nah, it's great. Cause it means there's no training. Um, obviously <laughs> no, <laughs> no games in two weeks means there's a lot of training. Yeah. Yeah, mate. We've gone from uh, one end of the spectrum to the other. I, I, I don't think I, participated in a full training session once during that two-week period. And now, yeah, we've trained pretty much uh, full-on for, for two weeks now. But um, the boss was really great, and he gave us four days off post that, that tough period. So the boys came back pretty refreshed and pretty energized anyway. So it's, uh, it's actually been really nice. All right, mate. It's time for a bit of honesty here. Uh, who's, the, who's, who's the worst at training? Who's the one that's always got a bootlace to tie up or something that's always, you know, not quite, not quite there? <laughs> Oh, Gail. Gail, uh, I don't think he wakes up until about midday. Um, he, he, he attends training and he's there physically, but mentally, God knows where he is. He ain't, he ain't there. Uh, nah, he's good. He's fine. You know what he's like. He's, a, he's, he's got that bit of quality and class. He's just on his own little planet sometimes. And 
Nah, he's um he he's definitely one that could put the boots on the wrong feet, I reckon. <laughs> Outstanding, mate. How much is it? How much of a difference do you think he's made to the team? Yeah, massive. Uh, like him and Scotty, the impact they've they've had on the group has been really profound. Um, even if it's even if it's not necessarily their quality, which they've brought, obviously, um, just the the confidence that the January transfer window brings when you add reinforcements. Um, you know, we were going through a bit of a slump there as well. We, I think we were four games we've been beaten in a row. So it was nice to, to just have that sense of relief. And um, look, they've obviously brought their own quality. Scotty's a great leader, um, very demanding, very loud, communicates very well. And then obviously Gail's got the, the silky touch and the, the class and that, that real bit of quality that potentially we were missing. Yeah, I mean, I guess the thing with Gale is he takes uh, takes a lot of emphasis off uh, Piscopo, right, to, to 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 be the creator. So you, you've got two outlets. It's harder to shut your creativity down. Uh, and, and I guess he's always what wide wide right looking for the the big uh, Schmeichel overarm uh, bowl out uh, over halfway. Exactly, mate. Yeah, he's my outlet. Uh, they both are. Reno and Gale are fantastic, and, and you're spot on about uh, how Gale shoulders some of the pressure I guess that our tens and our creative players have and and takes that load a little bit off Reno because you know we saw Reno's quality last year and the year before when you have someone like Uli and now Gail's come in and, and Reno's just gone up a, up a notch hasn't he and really really taken it to the next level when we've seen him on the score sheet we've seen him with assists and he's playing some fantastic football and, and you're spot on mate that those 10 roles they work in tandem and having two quality players like that is means that uh, it's a lot more difficult for opposing teams to set up. Yeah, which is uh, which is good. It frees you guys up. But what about Scotty then? Talk about um, Scotty Wooten. You, you, you kind of mentioned him there. Um, what difference has he made at the back um, from what you had before? Well, for starters, I mean, we didn't have a clean sheet up until he arrived and we've got two now already. So that speaks for itself. Um, but he's, his experience, um, you know, I think you look at the clubs he's played at, the levels he's played at, he's had a great career. And um, so those are all something something to feed off and um, gives the boys around them a lot of confidence in his ability as well. But also, like I said, he's extremely vocal. Um, he's an outward leader. You can hear him right throughout the game. And it makes a big difference um, because I feel like I'm probably one of those players naturally. And, and so otherwise you've only kind of got my voice. I feel like Tim Payne is that player as well also. But now that he's been shifted out to the right, it's a little bit more difficult and, and a slightly different role. So um, to have Scotty through the centre um, with me behind him as well, those voices kind of echo around. And it's funny, we've been playing in front of no one um, with, the, with us having home games behind closed doors on some occasions and, and just the nature of playing a Wednesday game against Brisbane here in Sydney. There's... There's no one really attending the games, so you can just hear us non-stop. And it's probably a bit of a headache for some people, but uh, Scotty's fantastic. And, yeah, we kind of feed off each other in that regard. Nice. Now, you, you did have that game against Western Sydney Wanderers postponed, uh, and, and it looked like uh, uh, Rennie Piscopo was going to miss that with a bit of a calf strain. How's he shaping up? you think he'll be fit for Melbourne City on Sunday? I hope so. Uh, there's no guarantee. Um, the, he's still building into his load. Um, so I, I, I couldn't actually tell you, to be honest. Um, obviously, everyone's pushing for him to play because we want him. He's a fantastic player. But um, it's, one of these, it's one of those things. He's had a little niggle there in the past, and, and I guess the, the loading of all those games in a short period of time took a bit of a toll. So it's about managing that and, and ensuring that we've got him 
for the remainder of the season rather than potentially just this weekend. So, um, yeah, it's obviously given him a, a much better chance given that we've had longer to prepare and uh, fingers crossed he's ready to go. But um, he's, he's still building into training, so it's probably too early to say. And uh, how happy are you with, with your form? I mean, there's been a lot of talk this side of the ditch that you're the form keeper in the A-League. How are you feeling about it yourself? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm full of confidence at the moment. Um, I'm enjoying my footy. Um, I'm playing some good footy and I'm, I'm doing my job. You know, that's, I've said it right from the start when Offie gave me a chance. Um, that's the thing I've loved about working for Offie. He's even in this leadership role as vice captain, he's, he's given me the freedom to just go and play my football and, and express myself and play the way I think I should play and, and see the game how I see fit. Um, so, yeah, it's been fantastic. And it's really easy to go out there and play well when you've got that kind of freedom. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it and playing with a smile on my face. And, yeah, at the moment it's, it's working and I'm playing some good footy. So uh, confidence is high. So hopefully... Hopefully it continues. I'd, I'd love to rack up uh, many more clean sheets. Um, we've, we've only managed the two thus far, so it'd be nice to, to post a few more of those. Yeah, well, Jamie McLaren will be a test this weekend, won't he? That's for sure. You know, their front three is lethal. Um, I think Jamie Leckie's got six goals in the last seven games, and we know what Naboo's like. Very direct, very attacking, and yeah, Jamie Young scoring for fun. So always a threat when you can't against a side like that. Um, we like to think that our structure and our discipline is, is different to other teams and we'll hopefully counter that a lot more. But, you know, I was looking at the statistics after their game last night. They've scored the most goals in the competition, but they've also conceded the most goals in the competition. So it obviously suggests that the game tends to be quite open when you come up against them, which doesn't really suit us. We're more structured. So we need to make sure that we, we stick to our roles and our discipline with that. Yeah. What about um, later on this month, the All Whites play some uh, some World Cup qualifiers. Of course, the, the start of those are uh, famously are outside of the window. Um, have you had conversations with Danny or Ufi about what that might look like for you? Yeah, look, it's uh, I have had those discussions and the club have had, had those discussions and Danny and Ufi have had those discussions and it's a balancing act really, isn't it? Um, it's not like you said, it's not part of a window, so it has to be what's best for both sides. So um, I'd, I'd like to think I'll be a part of it somewhere along the line. Um, and that same goes with the other boys that have been involved previously. I think Clayton and Tim were, the, were on the last tour. Um, so, yeah, I think all of us are uh, likely to be involved in some capacity. Um, the way that the Football Association and, and the club worked that out um, that's been left up to them because that's a logistical nightmare that I would, I'd like nothing to do with um, personally. <laughs> Obviously I'd love to go and play every game for New Zealand, but I can um, and just as much as I'd love to stay here and play every game for the Phoenix. But um, yeah, it's a balancing act for them. And um, there's, I, there's no doubt that we will all get an opportunity to represent New Zealand. Um, what that looks like, uh, that, that's not for us to decide and we're not quite sure yet. Looking at it at the moment, um, where all the all the goalkeeping options are at, it feels like that number one jersey is up for grabs. Uh, how much would it mean to you for that to be yours? Oh, it would be it would be huge. You know, I've, I first got picked for that squad in, in 2014, and things haven't quite gone the way that I envisioned, or or probably New Zealand football at the time when they picked me envisioned in terms of of my development with my professional club. Um, but we're here now and yeah, look, that's, that's the spot of mine up. There's no doubt about it. Um, 
I want to play football. I want to represent New Zealand. I want to get us to a World Cup. And, you know, if you ask me, I'm the man for the job. But I think all five of us that are in contention would say the same thing. So, um, yeah, absolutely. That's just what I want. I want to go and play every game. Like I said, I want to, I want to carry us to a World Cup. And that's, that's the role that I'm eyeing up. And um, if that's the opportunity that I, that I get given, then I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that that jersey becomes mine for the near future. Quality, mate. Hey, listen, thanks very much for giving us some time. Uh, I'll let you go so you can put your feet up and relax before that early training call tomorrow. Um, but I uh, really appreciate it, mate. Go well and best of luck against uh, Melbourne this weekend. Thanks very much, mate. Appreciate it.